Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, all. Corey here. I have a holiday reboot for y'all. This was released on Christmas of last year, December 25th, 2019. This is a fun episode because it was part of our 2019 Spooky Corner series where I was joined by my friend Brian for a series of five episodes focused on specific monsters, spooky creatures, and their depictions in art and film. And then this year, as kind of a quarantine project, Brian and I decided to embark on developing Spooky Corner into its own podcast called Happy Harvest Horror Show. We're like 15-ish episodes in, and it's an all-year-round spooky podcast where we talk about horror, we talk about the occult, just full-on spooky culture in all of its capacities. So if that's something you're into, check it out. Happy Harvest Horror Show. There is a link in the show notes. Also, little teaser, this year's holiday special is all about holiday kitsch, and it was so fun to record. I'm really excited for this episode to come out, so be on the lookout for that in the upcoming weeks. Lastly, if you're looking for a last-minute holiday gift, consider the Honest Art Dictionary. It makes a really solid gift. We have testimonials from people that have received it as a secret Santa present, which is just so lovely, and you can get it all sorts of places. There are links on our website website arthistorybabes.com just click on get our book and you can see the different places you can get it you can also just you know google and find it honest art dictionary by us all right that's all i got hope you all are doing well this winter season please enjoy this holiday throwback all about santa's spooky counterpart krampus Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey, and I got a special friend out from the cupboard, Brian Muldoon. I'm back. Can't keep me away. You you weren't gone long at all. <laughs> no, that, that was pretty short-lived. It was a pretty emotional goodbye at the end of it, and then two weeks later... How about we we get them back out, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, this actually works out really well because typically for the holiday season, like the the four Art History Babes have done a holiday episode, but we just didn't really have time to get everyone together this year. And then you, you know, send me a text and you're like, hey, how about Krampus? And I was like, damn it, he's done it again. And... (laughs) And yeah, so we're combining, we're combining the holiday special with Spooky Corner, which is like 
all I want in life. When you combine Christmas with with spooks, that's like that's my that's why, bread and butter. That's, that's my why jam. we love Christmas Carol. It's just the best of both worlds. Exactly. I tell people this all the time. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's Christmas. It's ghosts. It's mm-hmm. everything I love. Yep. <laughs> Actually, it's I was most- just um. At, uh, did you ever, when you lived in Chicago, did you ever go to the uh, Christmas uh, Kindle market? Mm, yeah, yeah. The little, like, the, kind of like a pop-up holiday market. Yeah, yeah, about? the German yeah. market downtown. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got the beer gardens there. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, they got the, the mold wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you get a little, you get a boot. You get a little boot for your they mold wine. You boot. I remember it was very, it's very packed. It's a very concentrated corner of the market, but it's very fun. It is. It's super fun. It's lovely. There's lots of of wooden crafts and pretzels and <laughs> and it's just a really lovely time. And I went with my mm-hmm. friend Zach, who has yeah. also been a guest on the podcast before, and we we were just having a lovely Christmas time and they had kind of nailed up to a wall. They had a Krampus and Zach pointed it out. He was like, Krampus seems like it would be your kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you would be correct in that assessment. <laughs> well, now the stars are aligning and we can talk about them today. Yeah, so let's let's do it. We're talking, we're talking Krampus, the I guess darker side of of Santa Claus, if you will. Yeah, it's Saint Nick's foil, right? He's the um whereas Saint Nicholas brings goodies for your boots Krampus will you know take you your kids away in chains it's it's the <laughs> the yin and the yang you know it's <laughs> okay but to be fair like those do not seem equal at all <laughs> <laughs> depends like maybe maybe how good the goodie in the boot is right yeah like like, like some kids maybe are getting iPads and they're like yeah this is fair like <laughs> if this is on the table if this is what's possible yeah, it it seems a little like yeah, either you get you get some some coins in your in your shoes or, you know, uh eternal hellfire and damnation. <laughs> <laughs> and not a fun way of getting there. He stuffs you in a sack. We'll get into all the fun ways in which he takes your kids, but yeah. um he also depending on the story, sometimes he doesn't take them down to hell at all, but he still isn't very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but is it better? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right, where should we start? Where should we start with Krampus? Uh, we'll start with actually I guess maybe just who Krampus is, right? Yeah. He's a uh figure in Central European folklore and he's a, a horned half man, half demon, half goat. So that's three halves. So half demon, half go. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, during the Christmas season, whereas Santa, you know, the tradition is he comes and rewards good children. Krampus comes along to punish naughty children and not just by leaving coal. Oh, no, no. He does. uh, He brings his birch branches and his chains and his big sack to take kids away to to set them right is what the, the story says. Yeah. The, the term Krampus comes from the old uh, German word Krampen, which means mm-hmm. claw. Mm-hmm. It's, it's typically like a horned figure with claws, very, very monstrous. Um, there's some suggestion that it's connected. Well, I mean, it does come, it, the whole thing, the whole story has pagan roots. Like 
everything. I right. feel like everything has pagan roots. Like, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Ev- everything goes back to the pagans. We're all children of pagans. So the way Krampus has developed over the years is, yeah, it's St. Nick's dark servant, right? So this mm-hmm. darker side to the tale of St. Nick, basically trick kids into being good. Because if they're not, nothing but pain and hellfire awaits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, uh, I grew up Catholic, and so that's all too familiar, you know? I know, right? Man, like, what a messed up thing. Yeah, raised on fear. It's worked forever, I right? Kn- I know, right? <laughs> it makes you question, like... Are any of us actually good or is it just all fear based? I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a whole can of worms that I all my theology classes in school never wanted to talk about. <laughs> I know, never. right? It's like Is this all am I really good if I'm just following the rules to not go to hell or <laughs> is it because I'm inherently good? I, I, I don't know, you know. Big questions, big questions you guys. So the figure of Krampus has pagan roots. Um, Some people connect it to the pagan figure of the satyr, which we've talked about on the podcast multiple times. The satyr. He's a fun boy. He's a fun boy. Yeah. He's he's not particularly evil. He likes to have a good time. Mm -hmm. But he's kind of, you know, he's kind of like a little goat-like man that likes to have fun. And throughout history, basically before the Catholics got their hands on it, the celebration of the Krampus figure was was really just kind of about wearing masks and animal furs and romping about town mm-hmm. during the winter celebration of Yule. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really called Krampus at this time, but that was where the imagery started, you know? Right. Was this, this animal creature that also liked to romp about, like the satyr. And then over time, the Catholic Church was like, we got to get rid of all this pagan stuff. As they do. As they do. But not all of it. They'll take they'll take what they like. They'll take what they like. And honestly, it's a really smart move by the Catholics because it's, you know, it's assimilation. It's like, we're going to just take this and take this to make you kind of comfortable since it's what you're used to. But then we're going to put a saucy Catholic spin on it. <laughs> A real saucy Catholic spin. (laughs) (laughs) And that's exactly what they did. So they're they're trying to to move away from the pagan traditions and move into a more Catholic tradition. So they basically took this figure that really wasn't necessarily like it wasn't associated with the devil. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, it was definitely playful and kind of dark, but like not the devil. Mm -hmm. And they took it and then they tried to turn it in to this very clear duality of good versus evil. They started to add more imagery that was more devil-like. And you'll see that we're going to talk about, there's a lot of old Krampus-related Christmas cards that have been created over the years. And those really latch on to the devil-like imagery. Mm-hmm. He tends to be red. He tends to have horns. And I feel like researching this was particularly interesting because for Halloween this year, we did the devil episode. We examined imagery of the devil over the course of history. Mm-hmm. And we we talked about how the devil became this figure that was red and had horns and, and carried a pitchfork. And you see very similar imagery with Krampus. Like sometimes it's like they weren't even trying. They just like made Krampus look like the devil, basically. And 
the evolution of that imagery is is a very similar thing as just the imagery of the devil. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go back and listen to that and you're going to see a lot of connections between what we're talking about with Krampus and just the development of the devil. But basically, so yeah, the Catholic Church was was taking over this imagery. And then as a pushback against the Catholic Church, people kind of leaned into it and they would they would try they would wear these devilish masks and they would they would basically try to continue the pagan tradition, but amped it up a little bit as a way to kind of push back against the Catholic Church. Mm hmm. And that, I think, is also, once again, going back to our previous devil episode, that is really interesting because it reminds me of you You visited it with me, the Satanic Temple, and the idea of taking imagery from the Catholic Christian religion mm-hmm. yeah. and using it in kind of a trickster way. Love tricksters. I know, right? Me too. Using it in a in a way that is... Uh, reclaiming it and is kind of just using it as as a way to push back against the Christian powers that be or the Catholic powers that be. Right. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I feel like that's like a uh, an earlier incarnation of like what the Satanic Temple is doing today. Yeah, in a way, because it's it's what the Satanic Temple, their whole thing is checks and balances right within other religions is that mm-hmm. and and it's interesting that we bring up now Krampus who is this other the other side to Saint Nicholas and I was upon doing research thought it was really interesting that we have you know Halloween that precedes All Saints Day you know it's this another two sides of the same thing all the good spirits are in one day bad spirits quote unquote than the previous and yeah, now we yeah. have the same thing here with Krampus Nut uh, Krampus night, which is on December 5th, which pre- precedes St. Nicholas Day on December 6th. So that kind of darkest before dawn, uh, they, they, they're going to get you before before the, <laughs> the good guy comes the next day. Oh, geez. Krampus is going to get you. <laughs> yeah, you got to hold out just a little longer. Keep those boots out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, speaking of St. Nicholas Day, when you, maybe this was just a Catholic school thing and I grew up. But did you have, did you celebrate St. Nick's Day? in your school did you leave like, yeah I, I remember doing like i think we made like little boots or something mm-hmm. and you and then yeah you got like i don't know coins or little little things in them but yeah i remember doing that and i also remember coming home and like because it wasn't because my mom wasn't catholic yeah. and so like i come home and it's like early december and i'd be talking about like leaving boots outside and she had like no idea what i was talking <laughs> about <laughs> Yeah, because I, I mean, I grew up in the, the Midwest, so we'd always have our snow boots. Oh, and we yep, would just yep. be told we had to, you know, we had our, our line of coat racks and we put our snow boots, at, you know, underneath. And in between classes or someone, they would just come and drop candy in our boots, which was pretty gross because these were sweaty <laughs> boots. Um, but yep, they would. Yeah, yeah, we did that. Yep. We did that at my school, too. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. We didn't observe Krampus knot, and I, ah. uh, even though I was raised Catholic, and that was probably enough, um, that still would have. <laughs> that was <laughs> enough been... to instill the fear of God fear. within you. They're doing enough, you know. They don't. Do we need another horn devil coming for them? <laughs> we have plenty already. It's, I feel like we're getting diminishing returns if we get Krampus in there too. One of my favorite things about Catholicism, though, like growing up Catholic, was how 
friggin' dark it was, you know? Like, I, I like to so talk dark. to people that didn't grow up Catholic about my Catholic upbringing because it's like, yeah, straight out the gate. Like, you're five years old and you're looking at, like, a bloody Jesus on a cross. and <laughs> Who's telling it, you? it's all your fault. You know, yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're, like, drinking his blood and, like, eating his his body and like, it's just chill. It's just like, yeah. yeah so that we it. can live forever. I yeah. mean, it's, <laughs> it's all, it, it'll goof you. And it'll, it, it, <laughs> but like, but I, I kind of appreciate, like I appreciate, I very much appreciate the dark aesthetics of Catholicism and like having that ingrained in you at such a young age. And in a way they act like it's not a big deal too, you know, like, <laughs> That's the worst part, right? That's the, you're looking at, I mean, who was it? Maurice Sendak. Someone said that, that, that the worst thing you can say to a, a child is that it's afraid of a monster in their closet is that there is no monster, you know, that like, mm-hmm. that it instills this like really arrested development. And then of like, oh man, well now no one believes me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So growing up in this church of, you know, you're looking at this, we're all worshiping this this uh, uh, a naked stripped man that's been mm-hmm. beaten, you know, crucified to a cross and everyone is dressed in their Sunday best going, yeah, this is good. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm like five years old, like in the pews, just like eating dry Cheerios, like, <laughs> yeah. like whatever, what? you know, <laughs> this is all OK. Oh, man. <laughs> but I, I appreciate the absurdity of it, to be honest. I feel like, yeah, Catholic school kind of missed the boat by not uh, jumping on the Krampus bandwagon. Yeah, at least. I mean, you're doing enough in these other places, I feel like. (laughs) And you're throwing candy in my sweaty boots. You can also give me a little fun here, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Also, I want to talk about this before I forget, before we get into um, any of the images or the movies. Mm Mm-hmm. So I just learned about this in in a mad dash to do research before we got on the phone. I just found out about Perkta, the winter goddess. Have you heard about this? No, please do tell. Okay, so I was watching this video on YouTube. It's really good. Krampus exploring the legend of the Christmas demon. And there is a connection because Krampus has roots in Germany, Austria, that area. And there is a connection to Perkta the Winter Goddess, which is this Austrian character that was apparently very briefly discussed in the Brothers Grimm mm-hmm. fairy tales at some point. But she's basically a badass combination of Santa and Krampus. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm always looking for. So we have this awesome female goddess representing duality of man in and I think a pretty cool way. And I got really excited about this because so we briefly in our 2016 holiday special of the podcast, we we briefly touch on Krampus a little uh-huh. bit. And also in that episode, we talked about uh La Befana, which is a basically an Italian uh Christmas witch. Oh, yeah. It's like this badass lady Santa Claus that drinks wine and and she's like amazing. And I was so excited about her because it's like we don't have a lot of female centered Christmas figures, you know, mm-hmm. like Santa Claus is always a man. And and so I was really excited to see that there's this 
Perkta, the winter goddess, who is this, who is both of them. Like she is both the Santa figure and the Krampus figure. And like Saint Nick, she'll, you know, leave coins in, in shoes of children that were good. But if you were bad, oh boy, oh boy. For kids that were bad, she, she'd go real dark real quick. She would uh, slit open their bellies. Oh. And <laughs> and she would remove their insides oh. and uh, and fill them with straw and pebbles. Oh, God. <laughs> They'd be so heavy. <laughs> be so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last thing I would want done to my belly. And yeah, in, in the images of Perkta, like the good... Perkta winter goddess is this ethereal, you know, spirit, basically, like winter spirit. Yeah. And then the evil, the dark side of Perkta is kind of like an old hag is represented that way as this scary old witch. But I don't know. I just thought I was like, I like that. I let like, like, let's let's stop with this good versus evil. Let's just wrap them all up into one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, like, one let's get figure. some real gray nuance in there. That they <laughs> They're not all good and all bad. They're all. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, Also, just real quick on the subject of um, lady Christmas figures. Mm -hmm. Have you, do you have Disney plus? Did you get Disney plus? Oh, I figured you, I figured you would. (laughs) Some great stuff in there. Did you watch Noel? Yeah. With uh, Bill Hader and um, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, thought it was so cute yeah i really enjoyed it and i loved that they went the route of like female empowerment they're like fuck yeah there can be a lady santa claus god yeah fuck yeah i uh, admittedly did not finish it but i did i well i just spoiled (laughs) it for you (laughs) it felt like that's where the story was headed though i you know yeah i I mean i think you can kind of make that assessment from the beginning like oh she's supposed to be santa (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's why maybe i didn't i should have maybe given it more of a shot but that's why i was like from the get-go, you're like, clearly she's the most eligible for this gig. And I don't know why everyone is, <laughs> like, stuck in. Right. Yes. Be- because of the patriarchy, Brian. Oh, I know why. I just don't even <laughs> I like it anymore. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's any better or less, I, you know. <laughs> I adored Bill Hader's character in that movie, though. I just adore Bill Hader. Oh, me too. I am like madly in love with Bill Hader. Like, it's really a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so good. Do you see it, Chapter Two? I haven't, but oh, I man. need to. He's a star in that. It's so good. It steals the whole movie. I just finished Barry. Finally, Barry's great. Yeah. Barry's amazing. I put it off for a while because I can just be really weird when it comes to like violence. Uh-huh. And finally I was like, nah, I'm I'm ready. And I marathoned it so quick. It's so good. Speaking of duality of good and evil, uh-huh. that show is, is brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is vast and contains multitudes in that show. Yeah, everyone watch Barry, everyone watch Noel. Uh back to Krampus. Back to Krampus. <laughs> I speaking of of uh, women figures in in the folklore. I also saw there's there's recent in the recent years. Krampus has also been uh, connected to the Norse goddess Hel, as in it's Hel's son. So oh, there's something there too. That's and fun. Hel controls the underworld in Norse mythology. So he with his sack taking those kids, taking them down to the underworld. Nice. Oh. 
I also wanted to mention too with Perkta, there was also basically like a um, whole group of Perktin, which were protective spirits that had the same the same vibe essentially. So this is where we kind of get this idea of there being a bunch of Krampus. What would be the plural for Krampus? Krampi. Uh, cr- Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Cramp Krampuses? Uh Crampies. Crampies. Um, <laughs> it's a bunch of little crampies. Um, crumps. Yeah. Cra- the crumps. <laughs> that sounds Christmas like the crumps. That sounds like a disease. Like I got the cramps. <laughs> I got a case of the crumps. I'm having a bummer holiday. I got a case of the crumps. <laughs> but yeah, so there's also this idea that Krampus isn't just one guy. Oh. You have a whole army of the Kramps. So it's a kind of monster. Kind of like, you know, like the Wendigo. Yeah. Going back to, like, it's a type of monster. What's scarier? One big Krampus or, like, a bunch of little Krampuses? How little are they? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, elf size, you know? Oh, like, yeah, that's the... Helper Krampuses. That's pretty terrifying still. Elves are kind of creepy. Inherently, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, little because they're uncanny. They're like human, but not exactly little tight, tiny Krampuses. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, but would it be worse if there was just one big, like two story Krampus coming in? I don't know if Krampus is two stories tall, but but I mean still. that would that would that would be terrifying. But at least you know what you're dealing with. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you see him coming. You see you know? him. You're like, I see you. The little little elf Krampus is like, you don't know where they're hiding. You don't know what they're up to. Ain't that just the way? That's so true. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, Krampus, do we want to look at some of these cards? Yeah, let's transition. Because I think it explains a lot of where this is. So, this is a really interesting one because I think it's primarily Krampus's fame in the U.S. is indebted mostly to these cards to these to the art of krampus that really inspired like oh who's this dude so we could we can get yeah, into it because they are wild yeah and i'm sure you've seen them if you've ever heard you know krampus and you see remember like kind of kind of the old-timey art of the would you call that art deco sort of what would be the style of it i don't know i don't know exactly how i would because I, I would, re- I mean, I would describe, maybe not Art Deco. I think of that shop we were in in Salem where we had, like, all the, the vintage Halloween stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. much in that world. So, like, very vintage holiday art. I don't know. Yeah, I, I look at these and it's just, like, distinctly vintage. Like, it just feels... Very vintage, yeah. Vintage. Yeah. The rosy cheeks, all the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just feels at least what vintage has come to mean contemporarily. Yeah. That's what these cards look I like. I should know me. if there was in the art history world if there was a better. If there was there a term, might be, you know. I, than I might vintage. just be being a bad art historian. Oh, I'm like so that's... sorry, I called you out. I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's oh, it's no. okay. Oh, I don't take myself that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a bunch of them, but like if you Google, like they they're never ending. They are all. And let's see. In this first image I sent you, Brian, there's six different Krampus-related cards. Yeah. And they all have very, like, they're all very devilish, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we've got horns in one of them. We've got the Krampus is this 
black. It's got like a goat, a furry goat-like body. Mm-hmm. So like Black Philip. Oh yeah, all hail Black Philip. And then he's got this crazy long tongue, and he's carrying a, a broom. I wonder if the broom has to do with the straw that Perkta would put in the kids' bellies. Well, it's also connected to the birch stick, right? And what I've seen is that oh, it's yeah. connected to oh, yeah. um, pagan witch rituals of uh, kind of like a mock death ceremony they would do, that they would use them for, what's the word I'm looking for? Flaying? Not flaying. But, uh, the, what's the word for whipping without a whip? I can't remember. But anyway, they, his tools are, are very much inspired from pagan rituals. Like the chains that he has insinuate maybe like a, a Christian idea of trying to chain the devil down. But he's mm-hmm, obviously freed mm-hmm. and now he's using them to his own good. And now the birch sticks are used to, you know, whack them, whack them. And so, which is what... <laughs> whack them good. Whack them good. Whack a Krampus. Yeah. That that's would be the, a great like uh, Christmas carnival game. Very much so, yeah. And I can't help you say trickster. And I think of, I think of in like Commedia, the Arlecchino character. He's the the trickster, mm-hmm. and they walk around with slapsticks, right? He would hit people, and it would make a slap sound, and we'd all laugh. It's really funny. This is like the same tool, but not as funny. It's very much. It's like a painful, <laughs> punishing thing. But it's just, it's, it's so funny to see all these parallels within. Like he's very much a trickster character. Yeah, totally. It's like still kind of funny though is the thing. Like like when when you really think about it it's very dark, but like some of these images are very silly, you know. Oh, they're they're hilarious. But if I mm-hmm. was that child, you know, in, in <laughs> one of those sacks, like not so hilarious. Not so funny. Life's always funny when it's not happening to you is, is... <laughs> Man, we're just full of nuggets of wisdom on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Krampus. I wanted to talk about in this first one, this panel of six different Krampus cards. Yes. I wanted to talk about the third image on the top. Yeah. Because once again, going back to, because literally all of these are very connected with devil imagery. They all have some element of typical uh, Satan imagery. Yeah. But in this third one, we have, he's got the bottom, like the legs of a goat, but he has a human basically, or like a, yeah, like a human uh, torso yeah. and he's shirtless. And it reminds me of the sexy Satan imagery. Yeah. Not only did the image of Krampus kind of take on the more straightforward, silly imagery of the devil, but they also played into the sexy Satan trope, which I think is really interesting because there was like an attempt at some point to make Krampus sexy. Oh, and it's, I don't think we have to say that that attempt is over. We can still do it. <laughs> we don't have to stop. <laughs> we don't have to stop. Don't give up yet. Krampus is sexy. Whereas old, you know, old St. Nick, Santa Claus, he's like your happy grandpa, but Krampus is like daddy, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Krampus is going to show you a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but to think in this picture, that third one, you're like, it's like a sexy body. and I, But the, the first body that I think of is like Jeff Goldblum's body. Oh. I'm seeing you, Corey. But Jeff is sexy, though. See? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I see you. <laughs> like, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, man. All right. He's 
He's the Krampus we deserve. <laughs> I would love to see Jeff Goldblum dress up as as Krampus. That would, <laughs> that's um that's a peek into my fantasies for you. <laughs> I'm so happy that everyone tuning in for some good Krampus like lore is getting just a <laughs> a two hander of how sexy Jeff Goldblum Krampus is. <laughs> if they listened to the Devil episode, this isn't the first time I've gotten hot for the Devil. Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> This isn't the first time. We, we oh, go funny. on for a long time in the devil episode <laughs> about how hot some depictions of Satan are. So it is what it is. Living deliciously. It's what yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Live deliciously. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Let's see. I do also, I'll mention in the in that first six images of Krampus, right underneath sexy Krampus, we have a little like goblin Krampus. Oh, yeah. So that's what I imagine the, the tiny Krampuses to look like. Like if there was a, a bunch of little Krampus goblins. Yeah, I hiding around your I like I like the image of like a ten foot tall Krampus, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, is where where my preference, my our, my ideal Krampus would be, you know. Um, if I'm being punished, and that's how the Krampus is portrayed in most movies, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's it's bigger and scarier as it always is. So no one, no one in film has tapped into the idea of like the tiny Krampus, the gang of tiny Krampuses. Not that I, <laughs> the gang. Not, <laughs> not that I know. I mean, there is one that it's. I'll talk about Mike Doherty film just called Krampus that came out um, just a few years ago, and Krampus in that is very tall, very ten foot tall, but he's got a bunch of little little helpers elves in it that ah. are are essentially just little Krampuses as well because they're evil little elves that run around and doing nefarious things but so that movie gets kind of both sides but it does not give the 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 mantle the title of Krampus to anyone but the uh but the main guy yeah the daddy figure yeah <laughs> before we dive a little bit more into film I just want to talk about the last image that I sent you yeah I really like this one because you have, I mean, this one's clearly incredibly Catholic, and you have you have an image of of Krampus, and he's he's wielding, he's got the chain, he's also got the straw, yeah, he's got the horns, he's like a hairy devil man, the long tongue, uh-huh. but he has a very friendly face. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, very. And, and my favorite here too is is the you get the little boy that's praying to him, you know, <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. Not only is he happy, he is like, this is who I choose to pray to, you, you know, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's so interesting. Like this, and I mean, I think they're trying to get across the idea of repenting, you know? Yeah, uh huh. Catholic reconciliation. You gotta say you're our fathers, your Hail Marys, and Krampus won't get you. And won't Krampus won't get you? It's such an interesting photo. Because we got Saint Nick right next to him, wearing full like Catholic priest cardinal robe, you know. Yeah, and it looks like the friggin' Pope. It looks like the goddamn Pope, and he's got a <laughs> fucking bag of toys and, and and but this little this little baller of a little boy is instead praying to <laughs> Krampus right next to him with the change in the the horns. Like, no, I swear off all earthly delights to give <laughs> my whole soul to Krampus. And it's also I like that you have this 
Krampus and then this Pope-like St. Nicholas right next to each other as though it's like a, a buddy situation, like a buddy comedy, you know, like oh, a yeah. sitcom, like, <laughs> like good cop, bad cop. Yep. They're, they're in it together, and I like to imagine... <laughs> Too thick and thin, <laughs> no matter what life throws at us, we're in it together. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I like to imagine, even though, you know, they're opposite sides of the coin, and they, they got different work to do, they, like, understand each other. They get it. They don't agree with it, but they get it. <laughs> they have a, a rapport between the two of yeah, them. <laughs> they do have a rapport. They go back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Krampus. Oh, Krampus. So, yeah, this is, we're talking about all of these vintage posters. This is this is really what I think rebooted his fame in the U.S. is seeing all these photos, right? That we've got, we've got countless Christmas Santa Claus traditions. It's all happy and it's a good, but I think there, there, there was a hunger for what, what else is there? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's have a little fun with it. Why don't we? Like who's this devil boy torturing these kids? And then I don't know what it says about us, but as a society, we're like, fuck yeah, let's <laughs> really blow that up. Like, <laughs> I think it says that we're human and we're, uh, yeah. complicated. Do you got anything, anything else movie wise? Yeah, I got a few movie wise. Yeah. So I already brought it up, but Krampus is a really, it's, it's hilarious. It's a more of a comedy movie than horror, but it's, it's a comedy horror movie and it takes place uh, Christmas time where the, the spirit of Christmas has not been honored. And so this year, instead of Santa coming, it's Krampus coming to punish all of us North American U.S. heathens that we are so consumed with capitalism and mm-hmm. material goods rather than the spirit of Christmas. So it comes and punishes us. It's really, it's it's a really fun movie. It came out in 2015. It's directed by Mike Doherty. Like I said, he directed Trick or Treat, which is my favorite Halloween movie. So this is on now on the list of one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's really fun. The the the, the kind of mischievous nature of it. it takes all these images of Christmas traditions and really hams it and scares it up you've got you know evil little elves you've got krampus figure who in this iteration of krampus you never see his face you see his hooves but his face is like this sagging drooling low hanging jaw of a face that you realize isn't really his face it's uh it's the skin of another person's face put on top oh Oh, shit and he's wearing and he's wearing santa's hat and big cloak too so the insinuation is that in this version krampus killed santa is wearing his face and is coming and punishing all of us damn yeah they just went for it dark super dark and the whole movie is dark but in a very funny way the cast is really stacked you got tony collette's in it adam scott is in it i love adam scott yeah it's it's really funny movie if you guys are looking for a mischievous holiday time movie check out 2015's krampus and then there's been really dozens of other Krampus movies that are all horror movies that have different titles ranging from Krampus holiday Christmas evil to a Christmas horror story to you know uh, not to insult um, the movies I have not seen them yet maybe there's some real gems in there but they all seem to be going for the same thing there's one on Hulu that I almost watched in preparation for this Uh episode called uh, Krampus Unleashed Unleashed yeah Unchained And I was going to watch it, but I watched the trailer and it looks just god awful. Like it 
I feel like they made this movie with five dollars. Yeah. And sometimes that can be real good, you know? That can be really Yeah, sometimes good, but... that can be a fun time. I, I shouldn't judge, but it looked kind of rough. There is, I was saying beforehand, there is a, another Krampus-like movie called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, which takes place in a northern Finland town where uh, this drilling operation un- uncovers what they think is the tomb of Santa Claus. But, spoiler, it's not Santa. Krampus and so Krampus <laughs> is coming and taking all the kids and and killing the reindeer and at no point in the Krampus legend is there anything about a tomb I've never heard of a tomb of Santa Claus like I like that they really just like went for it in terms of spooky imagery and mythology they're like yeah Really leaning into that. Yeah, really, you know, we're going to mix it with like a mummy or a a Dracula type situation here. Just going, going all in. I love it. I love it. Let's splice all of our classic monsters into Krampus. And that works. And there we go. Everything works. I loved the idea of, because Christmas is such a wholesome family jingle bells kind of time. I love this attempt at new holiday horror, right? Yeah, yeah. That if we're in a spooky corner, not quite Krampus, but there is, there is, I think, so much to unpack in in spooky, scary Christmas movies because it's inherent. We talk about Christmas Carol, Ghosts of Christmas Past. You're out, you're together with your family. It's scary. And I was trying to think of some other holiday Christmas movies that are also worth checking out. And I think going full away from fantasy and folklore, you got Black Christmas. Have you seen Black Christmas? I have not. Uh, I don't think you would like it. Uh, it's really... <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a it's a, a slasher film before the slasher film hit, really. But it's directed by the same guy that did a Christmas story that we all love. We watch it a thousand times a year. Oh. And it's and it looks that, you know, that kind of vintage. I always think of my grandparents' house during Christmas when I think of a Christmas story because it's got a carpeted floors, wooden walls, mm-hmm. the the multicolored lights that kind of flare and it all kind of looks really dusty. You know, that kind of look, that that classic yeah, holiday. Yeah. That's very much what's happening in Black Christmas, except uh, there's a killer on the loose. Um, <laughs> very scary movie. Except- everyone's dying yeah, everyone's dying and it also and i bring up black christmas too because there was a remake that just came out this year from blumhouse that i have not seen yet so i can't speak to but the original was really good i've seen the trailers for the remake and i was like hmm hmm what's that hmm. about we also got maybe talk about nightmare before christmas right because oh that's, yeah that's like your fave oh, i love it that movie raised me I love that movie, but um, <laughs> I owe that so much to that movie. But that's another like horror elements sneaking in and taking over Christmas, which is maybe uh, what Krampus does himself. I think Krampus would see that movie as a kid and go, I see you. All right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then there's Gremlins. Gremlins is another great one. Oh, Gremlins. I haven't seen Gremlins in so long. I always forget Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Me too. That that's another you know you, you you if you're if you're naughty and don't follow the rules you're uh, you're a cute little what's what's the gremlin's name before he turns into a gremlin Gizmo Mog Mogwai that's right oh Mogwai <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah don't you know yeah if you don't follow the rules you get punished with with evil little gremlins they're so cute though yeah they're in this is all in the peripheral of spooky Krampus there's some three other movies for you to check out in your spooky Halloween not Halloween holiday season. Also, there's a new, I haven't watched it yet. It's on Hulu. There's like a spooky 
like they're really leaning into the spooky element of uh, Christmas Carol. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. It's on FX. They got Guy Pierce. Yeah. And he's, he's Ebenezer Scrooge. Andy Circus is Christmas Present. Yeah, it looks great. I have not seen it yet, but I always think that Christmas Carol would do well for like a, a good hard horror. Oh, yeah. Um, it's- telling of it. Because we got, we've got our fill of what it could be as a wholesome thing. We got Muppet's Christmas Carol that knocked it out of the park. There's no, Which is the greatest movie of all it's time. It's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> so when you're trying for like a good wholesome Christmas movie, it's too late. It's been done. It's perfected. Muppet Christmas Carol, it's out there. Yeah, it's it's true, then- though. Like, I was actually watching, I was watching Muppet Christmas Carol last night, and I was like... No one needs to try this ever again. Like they just ever again. They, it's done. It's out of the park. They right. killed it, man. Like it's so good. Did you? I watched. Oh my god. We're now we're on a Muppet Christmas Carol thing. I watched on Disney Plus about a month ago. Muppets Christmas Carol. They completely took out the "Love Is Gone" song. Completely. It's not in the. It's not in the movie. Really completely cut out and i'd always remember in college when we would watch it we'd always laugh and joke about how awful that song is and how it's like <laughs> it's in this perfect movie there is one crack in the gem and it's that song it and as the song was coming up i was telling walls like because she had never seen it so i was so excited to show her i was saying now okay this whole movie's great you're having a great time just you're gonna have to excuse the next five minutes here and then it skips over it completely and I was blown away. I'm like, oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> Even Disney oh Plus God. was like, no. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> that That's so interesting because, like, you know, sometimes things get cut because they're offensive or something. It's, there's nothing offensive about it's offensive it. It's offensive to your ears. Not it's good. offensive to... <laughs> it's just not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Muppet Christmas Carol. I think I've talked about Muppet Christmas Carol on every one of our Christmas episodes that we've ever You're done. You're fighting the good fight. People got to know. They do. Like, they just do. It's the best film. So good. Muppets, man. Muppets are where it's at. That's where it's at. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for bringing me out of the cupboard. Yeah. The cabinet to uh, talk about some spooky in holiday time. Yeah. Thank you for uh, suggesting the idea. It was, uh, it was a good one. I had fun. I had fun Always. talking about the Krampus. I mean, I'm not going to get all sentimental because you will probably do another episode like next month. So <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll see you guys in two weeks. Right? <laughs> hope you enjoyed that episode, everyone. And hope you're having a lovely holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Hope you're, you know, staying warm and I don't know, eating cookies and stuff and hanging out with family. Drinking that eggnog. Drinking some nog. Maybe you're out there hunting the Krampus. Maybe that's your winter festivities maybe oh man krampus hunting we didn't even talk about this the krampus run oh the the krampus run yeah thanks for reminding me quick quick krampus (laughs) run they every day they celebrate it in parts of uh, germany and austria you dress up as krampus and you run through the streets scaring kids and 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 that yeah did i cover it (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got it nailed it (laughs) cool Cool. krampus run so there's that. And now, because I just said it, we're going to have to turn Krampus hunting into a thing. I feel like that could be a fun winter activity. Yeah. Dressing up. Kind of like ghost bros. You know, those ghost hunter shows like, hey, Krampus, yes. I've been naughty. Just like yeah. trying to goat him out. You know, <laughs> where you at, Krampus? I've been no good at all. <laughs> I've been no good at all. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so we've we've given you plenty to think about and uh, plenty of um, 
fodder for your dirty holiday fantasies. <laughs> for Daddy Krampus. Thanks for listening. This was a fun one. As always, thank you for being here, Brian. Spooky Brian. Always happy to be. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll see y'all next time. All right. Bye. Happy holidays. Oh, jeez. Krampus is going to get you.